Welcome to Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, unapologetic conversation with host Chanel Spencer, author, speaker, and CEO of Maximum Evolution. Are you ready? I hope you're ready. Hello, 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 beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic conversation, and I'm super, super excited, because as you probably know by now, we are having a special series for a project that I've been working on, The Evolution Effect, where we have 21 authors who are sharing their stories of how they broke patterns, overcame adversities, and stepped into their greatness, and today I have one of our special authors, Katia Green, who is so amazing. Say hello to the beautiful people. Hey, people. I love it. (laughs) So just a little bit about Katia. Katia is hailing from Washington, D.C. Katia has many credits to her name. She attended Virginia State University, where she received a bachelor's in elementary education. Immediately after graduating with her bachelor's degree, she returned to complete her master's degree in sport management and community counseling. Yes, I love it, love, love, love it. She serves her community as a motivational speaker, author, youth advocate, mental health professional, health and wellness coach, veteran, love advocate, the lover of all things health, healthy and happy. Yes, and photographer. Wow, amazing, amazing. And she was happily married Mm -hmm. to her wife of four years and has one fur baby. I love that. (laughs) What's your fur baby's name? His name is Oliver. Oh, that's so cute. (laughs) I love you. Said you call him what? His name is Oliver, but we call him Ollie. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. I love, 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 love that. The fur babies. I love the fur babies. So let's get into this. So the first question I have for you is why did you name your chapter Knocked Down But Not Knocked Out? Well... Um, when I was going through the process of figuring out my title, I just went over different, um, moments in my life and I saw from birth how many times all the way till now that I've been knocked down, but I'm still here and all the things that I've accomplished with so little support in my life. So I was like, you know what? My title is going to be knocked down, but not knocked out. Obviously, because I'm here doing this interview. Right. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Honestly, that is like super true. And I feel like that would resonate with so many people. Like we all have had challenges and have things that like literally knocked us down. Um, but it's all about how we kind of, you know, take the lesson learned um, and step up and and get back up again. So, you, you know, we're always going to have things that will impact us but it's always how we respond to those situations. So I absolutely love the title of your chapter. I think that's super powerful. So what can we expect um, when in reading this chapter? Um, when reading this, I started from birth, literally from when I was a baby. Um, and you, you're going to get snippets of different events in my life, uh, traumatic events, and, um, and see how I overcame them. But also at the end, I just talk about um, the stigma behind uh, mental health and getting seeking therapy in the Black community mm-hmm. and how that's a big issue in our community. And give somebody, giving support to people and telling them that it's okay to get help 
and talking about how therapy changed my life and helped me. Right, right. That's absolutely true. I feel like just as a, as a race, it's, it's kind of like a stigma to go to therapy or it's kind of fr- frowned upon for you to be having an emotional and mental um, challenges because a lot of times if you can't physically see somebody's illness and it's kind of minimized or dismissed and they see it as like what you depressed if you don't get up like what you talking about you depressed like you know what i'm saying it's like they don't understand like the mind is a powerful thing and sometimes for some that are are having challenges with um mental health like getting out of bed is a big deal like you know what i'm saying is a is a major step for some you know because it can like literally um pull you downwards and pull you into a spiral that sometimes is a challenge to get out of so that's so so true 100 you in one of the um in one of the um, in one of the paragraphs that you wrote, you said generational curses must be broken for us to move forward in a healthy manner. Many people in our families turn to sex, drugs, gangs, and alcohol to cope with life traumas. No one ever teaches us what positive coping skills are, but some reflects some reflections made me realize that sports were my outlet and ultimately saved me from the streets. Yes. So tell us a little bit more about that. Um, I feel like I was start from the black woman perspective. Mm -hmm. I feel like in our community, um, growing up, we're taught, I call it the I am strong movement, Mm -hmm. which has killed and broke down a lot of women. Um, we've seen our mothers, our grandmothers, um, you know, husbands cheat on them, granddaddy out there in the streets and they still in the house and grandma and mama cooking dinner and, and just going, 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 giving to the church, giving to the community. And it's like, baby, it's okay. You just got to keep pushing. You just got to keep pushing. And they broke down on the inside. And, you know, a lot of crying nights, a lot of times they go hungry. And we grow up and think that that is the way it should be. So then we create that pattern of the I am strong movement. So you, mm-hmm. we have children or have nieces and nephews and we go, go, go. And we never stop to take a break and then we suffer from mental health. Some people deal with uh, rapes and all of these different traumas. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, suck it up. It happened. Okay. You know, maybe that's your, your, you know, that's your testimony, you know, and we, no one ever taught healthy coping skills and being a mental health professional, I didn't learn and understand the importance of coping, healthy coping skills until I got into the field. Mm-hmm. You, um, if you, when you read my chapter, you will see see some points that in my life at a young age I should have been knocked out, like knock knocked out of life. But I, you know, I made it, and I just feel like when I have children, I want my kids to be able to have a voice and mm-hmm. communicate their emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that the generational curse for the men is. Men shouldn't cry, or you a punk if you show emotions. And then my thing is with that is we're crying is a part of the natural uh, body. If it purifies the soul, so how can we take away from a, a, a young man his emotions, but you want him to love a woman who's made up of emotion? Right. Like they don't know how to handle emotion because you took it away from them. Because they like I can't show 
I can't cry. I got to be strong all the time. And then what they have all these emotions inside and the easiest um, emotion to express is anger. Anything negative is always easy. And anger is a secondary emotion to a primary problem that wasn't. So that was all the generational curses. And I I speak mostly from the black perspective because I'm Mm African-American and that's what I grew up around. You know, I'm quite sure that there's a lot of men who cultures, but for my my culture, we need to love on our males more, and we need to tell women that it's okay not to be okay. Right. Oh, but oh, absolutely. Like, oh my gosh. So, like, you spoke on both spectrums, and it's so it's absolutely true that we we feel as though showing emotion or having emotions or feeling like okay it's the end of the world internally and showing it is a sign of weakness and we're not necessarily taught one how to deal with it or or how to to um allow ourselves to be vulnerable in that way and and then we suffer internally so that is so true and you talked about healthy coping mechanism mechanism sorry what is one that you can share with the audience for me, exercise is uh, is it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that we've started uh, crafting, crafting has become one. But definitely exercise. I love fitness. Um, I'm, I haven't really been able to work out like I want to because mm-hmm. business picking up, but I do do push-ups and sit-ups. I'm, you know, I'm a 14-year vet in the military, so mm-hmm. I have to stay fit even though everything is done virtually right now. Yep. Because when, when you come back, they're going to expect you to still be what you need to be. <laughs> right, right. Wait, you said, cra- what's crafting? Crafting, like doing crafts. Oh, gotcha. I thought you were saying it in an exercise way. I'm like, I've never heard of crafting. And I'm not about to sit here and pretend like I know what that is. <laughs> I'm like, is that a new exercise? <laughs> gotcha. Yes. No, that's super true. Um, crafting is, is super um, helpful because um, it helps you to focus on different things and you're using creative juices to kind of help with whatever it is that you're dealing with so that's super super true yes 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 wow wow wow. that's amazing that is amazing and i love what you do too we're gonna get into that because i see some of your work that you're doing it's really it looks really really good so another um quote that i saw from your chapter was um you said that um, there was another part in in your chapter that I thought was super powerful. Um, And you said, if you are dealing with mental health, your first step is acknowledging your trauma and looking it in the eye. I know it'll be tough initially, especially for traumas that are old. We must free ourselves so we can free our families, which will in turn free generations Three generations. Men and women need to know that it is okay not to be okay. You literally just said that. And when you said um, the first step is acknowledging your trauma, that's so true because so many, like, they suppress it, ignore it. And I always talk about unpacking your luggage. So how do you feel someone could literally take that first step in acknowledging? What is a, what is a, is a, um, a piece of advice that you give to somebody just knowing that uh you have to 
um, every trauma is different. And I, I know um, for like rape, rape victims, mm-hmm. um, they have been told it's your fault. You shouldn't have wore that and all of this. So the first step is understanding it wasn't you. And you should be able to wear whatever you want to wear and nobody should not touch you. So the first layer of the onion that should be um, rolled back is knowing that it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know what, it wasn't my fault because mm-hmm. I feel the pain of thinking it is your fault is what keep people down. They're like, I deserve that. I should have, I should have wore a longer skirt. But then you, you have a, somebody who has a long dress on and still happened to them. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, so the first step is knowing it's okay not to be okay. And you have to be around people that are going to encourage you and not make you feel worse than what you already feel. Right. Because sometimes our circle is is a part of our suppression too. So yeah. you have you have to be around people that uplift you and not suppress you. You are absolutely 100% right. And just to talk about one of what you said in regards to, I feel one of your challenges or experiences that you had, you said that you had to clean up crack pipes off of the floor and crack and crack bags. I was as young as five seeing these things. My uncle and aunts had their significant others live with us for years and uncle and uncle abused his girlfriends right in front of me. Like in hearing and reading that, but then also hearing how you have transformed and have literally taken that and turned into the person that you are today is like so amazing and so powerful because there are some times where, like you said, people don't understand their experiences. They don't understand their traumas. They don't understand what they've gone through or what they've seen. And sometimes they don't even realize it's an issue because to them it's something normal because of their environment. And so for you to now be on at the forefront of mental health and for at the forefront of helping others and to, to understand themselves and also use their voice is so amazing and attest to who you are as an individual. I think that's so amazing. Do you want to add anything in regards to that? Um, also, yes, I do want to add. I just want to let people know that even when you deal with your trauma, it still can haunt you. Mm-hmm. But how you deal with it after you dealt with it, it's, it's, it can change. And I'll say that because there's a piece in my chapter where I talk about my aunt getting, my uncle getting stabbed and bled out in our kitchen. And that, I still have nightmares from that. But because I face that trauma head on and I go to therapy, my dealings are different. Like, it's still scary, but I'm not depressed about it. And I don't feel connected to it. But so your past can still haunt you even when you deal. But you're, you, when you're in a better space mentally, emotionally, and physically, you can handle it better. It's like seeing your, rape, your rapist in the streets but once you deal with the, that trauma and know it wasn't your fault and heal from it you can see them and then it's no longer traumatic right. so that's so even though i have those nightmares i'm in a healthy and mental space i have filled my emotional tool back up with coping skills and um interventions to help me when those moments come up the problem is that when people trauma um comes up in their life is that they, they, they don't have anything in their emotional tool bag. Their tool bag is empty. But when you fill it up with good things, trauma can still haunt you. But hey, I got, I got something for you. You can face it on like, okay, depression, you here, but hey, 
I know what my therapist told me, or I know what my aunt told me, or I know what my pastor told me. So we have to fill our emotional two bags up and know that even when you deal, that doesn't mean that you're not going to see your past ever again. Oh, you are speaking to my soul. Like you are literally like hitting it right on the nose in regards to just how we navigate. And when you said, when you see the person who potentially raped you or the person that um, caused your trauma and you, or you're having nightmares and you're, you're, you're affected, but you're not impacted. Yep. Um, that is such a form of freedom. And a lot of people don't understand that, you know, you're not, you're not letting go of what you experienced or what has happened to you because the other person was right or justified in what they do, what they did or what they do. It's more for your peace, for your freedom, for you to unlock yourself from what has happened to you so that you can move on in your life in a positive way and not be held prisoner to the things that you've experienced. Because that's literally what happens when you don't deal with um, those different situations that you dealt with or had because it just, it follows you. Like you said, it literally follows you like, like mini torture. And sometimes people are comfortable with having that because it's more uncomfortable to deal with it and face it and like look at it in its eye. So that's super true. It's super powerful that you said that. Um, so what's next for you? Um, I want to get back and working on my second book. I have my first book out, We Can Love Again, How to Deal with Your Brokenness So You Can Experience Your True Love. And my second book is going to be a sequel to that, talking about once you found your true love, how to sustain your love. Mm -hmm. um, um, my wife and I, we have had our brand, Hey SK, um, and we building our, our brand with customs and um, romance items, just the whole love experience you can get from us. Um, so we're working on that, and we're also working on setting up a class um, on. Uh, how to navigate through social media, what your um, your direct sales companies don't teach you, mm -hmm. and host a a, a love a, a love conference. So that's pretty much. And for my personal brand, I just want to get back into photography. Um, Aunt Rona, that's what I call it. This whole you got <laughs> right. You gotta make it fun, um, even though it's you know it's a serious matter. But I want to get back into um, doing some self-love uh, shoots. I really don't like bourgeois because mm -hmm. I'm not just focusing on the sexy look. Mm -hmm. But I want to love the person they see in the picture after they take the picture. So I call my uh, self-love shoots mm -hmm. and just capturing people in their rawest element um, and then moving to moving them to, you know, dress dressing up. So catch them in a the raw element, just them, and then they can add a little makeup and whatever else they want to add. Because mm -hmm. if you don't love the raw you, you ain't you shouldn't love the made up you. Mm -hmm. Like you love your purest form, which is no makeup, no nothing. That's who you are. And that's what my photography is about, helping people love the raw them. Right. So that's what photography, love, and writing. Yes, I love that. I love that. I want to do a self-love shoot. I'm just saying, I'll come to wherever you at. Don't worry. <laughs> I would love to do that. That's so amazing. And so do you have any final words for our audience? Yes. I just want people to know um, 
if you're out there and you had you struggle from with a mental health issue that had you've never been diagnosed but you know something ain't right get help especially for our black community because let me tell y'all um i deployed in 2017 and that was my first i've deployed my first year of marriage was my deployment. I was away for my first year of marriage. And I didn't know what to expect because that was my first deployment in 14 years. Um, and I came back and I wasn't right. I knew I wasn't right. So I could, I could have went with the stigma of, you know what, I'm strong, I'm gonna get through this or go get help. And mm -hmm. I chose to get help because my thing is getting help makes you stronger than not getting help right you know you're only weakening your emotion you're only weakening your spirit you're only weakening your mind when you suffer through depression do you suffer through anxiety without the proper help so my encouragement get help find somebody to talk to you know and it might not be that 20 year year friend friend that you know for all your life because the thing is we're surrounded around a lot of people who chose not to get help mm -hmm. so you can't rely on someone who's not getting help to help you get help so you gotta talk to somebody who has been through your struggles or similar and got help and, and leads you that way and it's okay not to be okay and i end all my lives or all my videos with you are the master of your destiny you control your future do something daily to get you closer to your goal and that's my quote. I love that. Oh, I love that. Love, love, love that. And how can our audience connect with you? I am at Consulting KDG um, on all social media platforms. And our website is comesayheysk.info. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for being a part of this project. Thank you for your transparency. Um, I, I know that your chapter is super powerful. And I know that um, sometimes in writing down things that you've experienced can be somewhat bringing up the traumatic experiences that you had. So the fact that you wrote your chapter, the fact that you did it so beautifully, just by, by the way, uh, <laughs> it's a, a, again, a, a test to who you are as a person and, and it will impact so many that read it. Because again, there are so so often that we don't deal with um, the things that we've experienced as children, teenagers, young adults, even things that happen to us today. And um, so it's super important for us to take a true look at ourselves and figure out how we can be a better person, how we can heal, how we can forgive, how we can truly step into our greatness. And you are like literally a, a real example of stepping into your greatness, breaking cycles, overcoming adversities and stepping into your greatness. So I appreciate all that you have shared. I appreciate you being on this project and I appreciate your transparency because it'll literally help so many um, lives. And so, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm excited and I thank you for having me and uh, putting together this project. It's definitely needed. Um, people need to know how to, how to overcome uh, all the stuff that they're dealing with and seeing people write it and how they did it, it gives them the confidence to do it um but yeah i appreciate it because this in itself has helped me add to my emotional two bag by being a part of this project 
Uh, yay, that made me so happy. <laughs> so if you have not gotten the evolution effect, you need to get your copy today, right now, in the second, and make sure you read Katia's chapter, Knocked Down But Not Knocked Out. Yes, because we are all we all have been knocked down, but we're definitely not knocked out. So I appreciate you for being with us. I appreciate our lovely listening audience for tuning in. And we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Evolve. Stay fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic. Until next time, special shout out to all of our amazing listeners. You are truly appreciated. Follow our host, Chanel Spencer, at Chanel Spencer Now on Instagram and Facebook. Songs I'm From the South by D21 from Black Mob Entertainment off the 720 God album. Find him on Instagram at only D21. I'm from the South. I'm from the South. You're the Straight out the South. we hit his rock gold teeth straight out your mouth. My niggas don't know peace. Fuck is you saying though? Homies he playing though. Know my old dudes bring more than a candle. Bring the heat to them. There they keep talking. Know that they would end. Little dogs barking. Step across the line. Be south.